welcome back to Second Thoughts Podcast. Hi, everyone. Hoping you guys all had a happy holidays. This episode is coming out on New Year's Eve, and I think we're all ready to put 2020 behind us. Yeah, for real. It's been a year, to say the least. (laughs) Yeah. So let's do some life updates. What have you been up to? Well, we've been doing the same things because we've been (laughs) spending the holidays together. Um, We had the uh, Fab Five dinner last night where we exchanged our gifts. I hosted, which I hate doing, but it was honestly not too bad. I've learned my lesson, though, and I need to start cooking like four hours in advance versus the two and a half that I gave myself. Yeah, but that was fun. Um, We obviously spent Christmas with the family. It was really fun. Played a bunch of games. Um, Yeah, it was a really nice little break that we needed. Um, So, yeah, yeah. I'm already dreading having to go back into the office next week. But you know what? Let's just focus on my time off. Yeah, I think (laughs) I think that's what I need to do. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, this episode, as you guys can probably tell by the title, it's, you know, hindsight 2020. I think we can all agree that 2020 was just a whirlwind. It was not what any of us had intended or expected. So this episode, we're just going to take a step back and reflect on the crazy, crazy year we've had. I know it's not easy by any means, everything that everyone has gone through this past year, but, you know, let's not carry that bad baggage into 2021 and pause and embrace all the moments of victories and failures in the past year because, you know, everything is a lesson. So that being said, today we're going to talk about 20 lessons learned in 2020. Yeah, so I love this because I feel like, especially at the end of the year, I think we all have this kind of like moment where we kind of self-reflect on what happened this Mm -hmm. year. And I think it's always good to be able to look back at what you learned this year and take it into the new year. Um, I think that people say like, oh, it's just another day, like, you know, but I think sometimes people need that push of motivation to feel like there's a new year for new adjustments. And Mm -hmm. I know there are some people that say, oh, this is just another excuse for you to just like, um, you know remake yourself but it's literally just another day like you could have just done it any other day of the year like it doesn't have to be the first but you know sometimes people need that motivation like okay new year new adjustments like so I think for me especially I've been taking this like past week to just kind of like chill I haven't been really doing much and I'm ready for the new year and I'm so excited to share with you guys the lessons we've learned yeah I think it's just important to like you said reflect and readjust and we should just all do it together because we all went through it this year, I think. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I've learned a lot in 2020 that I did not expect to learn. And just even when we were writing out all the things you're going to say about this, I was like, holy crap. Like, there was so much stuff that happened in 2020 that has just mm-hmm. opened my eyes into a new perspective. The person I was 10 months ago is not the person I yeah. am today. Me neither. Completely different person. <laughs> So let's just dive right into it because I feel like we have a lot of things that we can just talk about endlessly and we don't want this to be a two hour episode. So we're just going to go for it. So the first lesson that we learned and Sophia and I wrote this collectively um, is to choose people who choose you. Yeah, I think this is super important. I think especially with the quarantine and like the pandemic happening, um, you kind of really see who is there for you and who isn't Mm -hmm. and who are your real friends and who aren't. And, you know, we always believe that family is super important. Um, 
I'm, I'm sure many of you guys maybe went home to your family and you spent a lot of the time at home. Uh, friendships are obviously important and there are people who will talk to you in their free time and others who will free their time to talk to you. I think that's super important yep. to think about because this is where you dictate whether or not this person prioritizes you and your friendship or your relationship or not. And I think I've I've lost friendships, I've lost relationships throughout this year especially because as time goes on you get to really see who's there for you and who's not Mm -hmm. i think the aspect of not being able to see someone physically also means more effort Mm -hmm. i feel like because you have to coordinate when you're both free you have to coordinate what platform you're going to talk to zoom your phone Mm -hmm. um facebook and i I know for me, I had to like schedule time in with my friends and like figure that out. But what I've noticed was there were people who were so difficult to get in touch with. And I know they're not doing anything, but I always felt that I was the one actively reaching out all the time. And that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And so I love that phrase where, you know, there are people who talk to you in their free time and others who free their time to talk to you. And I, I find that really valuable as an individual, especially when time is a value, you know, mm-hmm. it is something that's just important to be aware of and you know don't waste your time on people who won't give you their time mm-hmm. you know stop chasing after people who aren't chasing yeah. you back and with that our second lesson is take the time to fill your cup and to choose yourself i think mental health is just super super important uh-huh. i think that because we've had to be confined in these small or not small, but these individual places where you're just kind of left to yourself, don't really have physical interaction with other people. There's a lot of time for you to self-reflect and just look within. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that this was the year that people were like, okay, mental health is truly a priority. And I hope that's something that everyone was awakened to this year yeah and i hope that's something that you take into 2021 and i feel like sometimes because we weren't able to really i mean before the pandemic you know i'm sure all of us were just more go 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 like we're always out and about and at this point in this year a lot of us were confined into like our homes and it really did take a it took a toll on my mental health for sure like i felt kind of like I was misplaced or like I just felt kind of lost. And during this time, it made me realize that, you know, your mental health is much more important than any career, money, other people's opinions and wishes, the plans that you agreed to or whatever. Like I learned that if taking care of yourself means letting someone else down, then let someone down. You know, you can't always be there for other people when you're not even there for yourself. Mm -hmm. And if your mental health is not um a priority like you are going to crumble like you can't be a positive influence a positive light for other people if you don't even feel it within yourself yeah i think we've talked about it in previous podcasts so if it's not obvious that we're big on self-care and mental health um listen to our older podcasts yeah because we talk about (laughs) this in great length yeah all right number three you are never really alone yeah so I think as much as social media can be like deteriorating, (laughs) like it has helped a lot in keeping in touch with like friends Mm -hmm. and like, you know, staying connected to the world and just knowing that, you know, there are people out there 
there are new people to meet, even if you can't see them like in person, like you can meet them online yeah. and just knowing that you are never too far from another person. Yeah. Not going to lie. TikTok made me feel really understood. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but the algorithms, guys, it's crazy. Did you feel as if there were videos that were just meant, meant for, for you? you? Yeah. The things that I would see on my pop, my for you page um, I, I don't know about you, but maybe we can talk about this, right? What would you see on your page? Because for me, I would get like book recommendations. I would get, um, cooking recommendations and like DIYs. And those are things that interest me, but I know other people who get like vastly different. No, my for you page is more like funny, like comedic type of videos and also like relatable stuff that like, oh, I'm going through this too. So then I look in the comments and I'm like, oh my God, all these people are going through the same thing as me. And then sometimes I get advice from TikTok comments from like people that I don't even know. Like it's so weird. No, I think the comments are honestly more fulfilling and entertaining than the than videos, the videos sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I It just made me really realize that you really are never alone. Mm-hmm. Our parents talk about it all the time, but back in their days when they were our age, the internet was not a thing. Yeah. The fact that I can call friends and family from across the globe in an instant is mind boggling. Yeah. You, yes, we were homebound because of COVID, but we really weren't truly homebound because yeah. there was always opportunities and resources to help us connect with other people and i we had zoom calls once a month in the beginning of quarantine for trivia with our friend in london Mm -hmm. um i got to talk to my friends in boston you know i even though i was home for all of 2020 i was never really alone alone at home yeah so i don't know i think that there are communities that will welcome you and you can find those communities and it's a blessing that we have the internet now to allow us access to those things. So if you ever feel like you're alone, maybe you just haven't found your niche. You haven't found your people. They are there. The world is so big. And I know that it's easy to get bogged down sometimes in the space that you're in, but just know that there are avenues that you can kind of transport yourself into Mm -hmm. different communities. I'll bet, you know, not, physically but mentally (laughs) yeah okay number four closed mouths don't get fed so by this we mean ask for help um i think a lot of the times we kind of keep things to ourselves because either we don't want to feel like we're a burden to somebody or you know we just don't we're not comfortable expressing our feelings to others um because you know maybe you don't want to seem like you're weak or whatever and especially this time of year it's like sometimes it's okay you need to understand that it's okay to feel like you need someone else's help and you know needs are hardly ever accommodated unless articulated to others so be your biggest advocate you know people are going to show up for you if you ask and sometimes you you don't even like know it because you're like oh I don't even want to bother but maybe someone if you ask if you just go out of your way to just ask them someone will be more than willing to help but how are you going to know if you didn't even try yeah honestly just be honest to yourself and to others and let people know when you need them and demand more from others i think it's just so important to be honest and to have open communication with others that you can't just expect things and you shouldn't be afraid to demand things yeah especially when it is something that you need as an individual Mm -hmm. um 
I know I'm someone who's very independent. It's very hard for me to ask for help sometimes, but I've had no problem this year going to my dad, calling him, be like, I don't know what happened. It's too cold in the house. How do I figure out this nest thing? <laughs> you know, it's that's that's a bad example, but I'm just trying to say that it's okay to ask people for help because the people who are around you and who love you won't feel burdened by helping you. Yeah. And that's just something that everyone kind of needs to drill into their head. Mm-hmm. Okay, number five is count your blessings. Um, I think we're super big advocates on this, especially because our dad is <laughs> ingrained this into our heads. <laughs> but, you know, it's easy to complain about all, you know, the vacations we've canceled, the plans we had to reschedule, and just like everything that you thought was going to happen this year. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, for me, I was so excited to graduate this year and plan like a trip with my friends for like a post-grad vacation clearly that did not happen I didn't even walk my graduation my graduation was online it's just like this is the kind of things that like these are the kinds of things that I wasn't expecting this year and obviously it sucked I was really hurt about it it was like wow this is so unfair I you know I had my moment but then I realized like okay what is it that I gain from this you know I was like okay well at least I graduated I got my degree you know I'm out of school I'm grateful that I'm able to come home with my family and spend more time with my family you know I'm grateful that I'm able to um find more time for my hobbies and like you know it's like you have to remind yourself that it could honestly be worse yeah yeah I think that this is a great tip to kind of just go back to whenever we're feeling resentful just take a moment and pause and list out all the good moments or the good things that have happened because it's so easy for us to overshadow all the good moments in our lives because the big the big and bad moments overcome them yeah you know and yes there are things that we wish we could have done in 2020 but think back what have you been able to do in 2020 there's a lot of things that could honestly be worse there are people who are battling um the coronavirus and you know are fighting for their lives and here we are healthy thankfully our family's been healthy for the past 10 months Mm -hmm. whereas others have not been so lucky yeah and i just there's this um saying that i really liked it's like life is so subtle sometimes that you don't even realize you're stepping through the doors you once prayed would open and i love this because sometimes we're just on overdrive and we're just always waiting for the next thing like working towards the next thing you don't even realize that you're at a place right now that you wish you were at like 10 months ago or a year ago and it's so important to be able to like sit down and be grateful for where you are because it kind of like helps you like stay grounded you know Mm -hmm. sometimes you gotta humble yourself like listen like yeah you're looking for the next thing maybe you're upset that you're you can't get whatever's in the future but like sit down take a breath and just realize that you might be at a point in your life that you wish you were at who knows how long ago you know yeah i think this one goes hand in hand to your point right now with number six and it's just running your own race and staying on your own course i think it's very easy for us to compare ourselves to your friends your neighbors Mm -hmm. or to someone who seemingly has it all together but i've learned that my success my happiness and my peace is not contingent upon what happens to the people around me yeah And, you know, you're on your own path. I think when you when we were like looking on like social media or something, 
I see a lot of my high school friends that I went to school with or just anyone I've known, you know, married, having kids, oh buying God. a house. And I'm like, could not be me. Is this where I'm supposed to be at? And then I just realized, like, you know, I'm on my own path. I'm taking control of my own life. Just because I see a bunch of my friends doing one thing does not mean I should be on that same wavelength as them. Yeah, I think it's just important. Everyone is doing their own thing. I Every time I think of this, I just look at our immediate friend group, you know, the Fab Five. We've talked about them before. And all of us are on such such different paths like i'm working in corporate america trying to figure out my place in the advertising and marketing world sophia is crushing it on social media anna just got into stockton um, physical therapy program Mm -hmm. jasmine's about to graduate as a nurse and then julie's working to get her um to be become a diplomat like it's so different (laughs) and our successes are so unique to us Mm -hmm. that you just have to f- remember that you are doing your own thing and yeah. your future is in your hands and not yeah, it's not dependent on other people's exactly so yeah. number seven um patience is a virtue and we've had a lot of it this year this is the most cliche one but i think it's the most important yeah i mean not a lot of people know this but me and paula um had to move back <laughs> home this year with the <laughs> pandemic and we had to share a room <laughs> Two girls accustomed to living independently for the past four years in one room. I think you guys can imagine the difficulties. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, we've had our moments where we fight about our space because Mm -hmm. me and Paula, like as much as, you know, we love each other, it's like we need our own space. And we have been living in the same room for 10 months now. And I mean... See, patience is a virtue because now me and Paula moved into a new apartment. <laughs> so we ha- we, we honestly weren't, um, I mean, me and Paula were not expecting to move out by the end of this year at all. Like we were not expecting to sign a lease for an apartment together. At oh, least yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I was, um, I did not think I was moving in with my sister ever like, again. So it's, it's just crazy. And like, yeah, now we have a beautiful apartment we have our own space we have more than enough space for each other Mm -hmm. and it's i don't know we're excited so you know be patient (laughs) y'all that's just i think this one's just a given something that we should all practice and it's only great to have yeah i think patience you know number eight balance another good one Mm -hmm. guys It's very easy to overwhelm ourselves. I know I'm someone who just loves to fill my plate. Yes, exactly. And this has honestly caused me a lot of stress and anxiety. And this year I needed to learn how to say no and to to maintain a healthy balance of what I needed to do and incorporate items that I want to do. And when you are working at home, for all my people who have been working at home for the past nine, ten months, it is not easy to... Put your laptop down. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're working from home. It must be so easy. But no, I feel like I work so much more than I did when I was in the office because there is no concept of boundaries at this point. Mm -hmm. Your home is your workspace. Yeah. And it was it's so much harder for me now to just step away from my computer when I'm like, "Okay, I'm home. I'm not doing anything anyway. Let me just finish this up. So then I find myself working until like 8 p.m. And honestly, like that was such poor balance on my end that 
I've always felt really burnt out. And because I didn't have balance, there was no, I felt off tilt. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think sometimes, especially for me, I feel like I put a lot on my plate. I feel like I just want to start the next project or just do the next big thing. And I can't handle all of that at once. And I feel like I already have a lot on my plate in general with just what I have to do on a daily basis. But then I'm just like, oh, I could do this. And it's just like, because I'm, I, I like being very creative and like doing things. So sometimes I just put a lot on my plate when I need to chill out and finish one project before starting another. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. Number nine, tomorrow is never guaranteed. So this one is a bit of a tough one. Um, I don't want to dwell on this too much just because I just don't feel confident in talking about this in terms of like my emotional state. But um, a lot of people don't know this, um, but Sophie and I lost our cousin this year and it was a really big loss for us. I think it's the, it's, it's just something that we did not see coming and Mm -hmm. something that we, you know, didn't expect at all. Um, it was, um, really hard on all of us, especially our family back in the Philippines, but it just kind of put life into perspective that as much as you want to take control of what's happening around you and whatever, sometimes, Things are just not yours to manage and life has its own way of going about itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So that being said, reach out to people that you've been wanting to talk to. Make amends with that one friend you've been itching to make peace with. Um, Time is a limited resource and truly tomorrow is never guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're kind of living life with no regrets and to keep family close because... This was definitely a hard year for all of us. Um, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't really know what to say anymore there. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's like I believe that time really is, you know, limited. And don't hold grudges for too long. I mean, hold a grudge sometimes if you're upset. But, you know, there's no... I I find that there's no room for resentment in your heart. I think that there's just... There's no time for it, you know, Mm -hmm. and if there is something that you need to get off your chest or if there's somebody that you haven't talked to in a while and you, you know, want to reconnect, like reconnect, you know, don't just remember that life is too short. Yeah. Right. Life is too short. So exactly. Number 10. There's always a solution. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, with the pandemic happening, a lot of things closed down, right? You know, a lot of opportunities that we thought we were going to have just were not there anymore. And, you know, the gyms were closed. Okay, that's fine. Obviously, it bothered me a little bit, but I did workouts at home, you know, created your own gym. I know Anna um, created her own gym in her garage, which I just would come over and like work out with her. You know, um, game nights canceled. We did Zoom trivia. like with our friends literally every week we did a zoom trivia and it was so fun it was a way for us to like reconnect and even though we couldn't actually physically be there with like Mm -hmm. our friends it was still a way for us to hang out and be with each other yeah no jobs start a business Mm -hmm. i saw a lot of people start making soaps yeah a lot of people started their own little like i think a lot of people got in touch with their creative creative like abilities this year which is great i think a lot of people Mm -hmm. found their passions and like their hobbies which is really like fun to see yeah i think that everyone should always have a problem solving mindset and i'm a firm believer that adversities create opportunities Mm -hmm. so all the things that 
you weren't able to do this year or have caused you problems, there are solutions for them and you just have to find them. Some are easier to find than others, but I think that it's a testament to yourself if you can overcome the problems that you have faced this year. Yeah. And going off with that, number 11 is don't stress what you can't change. This is important because a lot of the things that happened this year, like we weren't expecting. It's not like we asked for the things that happened. And honestly, I do find myself stressing over things. I'm like, oh, I wish it could have happened this way or I wish. And then I'm just like putting myself in this state of mind where I'm just like stressed out and anxious about, oh, why didn't this turn out this way? But it's like, you realize that at at that point, it's like you're just stressing over something that is like out of your hands. You know, if you especially if you stress over something too much before it even happens, you basically put yourself through it twice. You know, Mm -hmm. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. So, you know, hold on to that and remember that if one opportunity, we keep saying this, it's like when one door closes, another one opens, but it's just so true. It's so true. Like, you know, don't like yeah be sad about something if it didn't go your way but don't dwell on it for too long yeah you always have to think that there's a silver lining no matter how small it is whatever tiny thing it might be there is always a silver lining Mm -hmm. to something and sometimes it's harder to find at the moment but eventually you'll look back into all the things you used to stress about and you're like why did i stress so much about it yeah like thinking to it to it now there are times where I have literally cried because of stress and anxiety. And when I reflect back on it, I'm like, oh my God, I was so dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) But that's just how I am as an individual. I'm definitely working on it. And I'm most likely not alone in that aspect. I know a lot of people who probably stress about things that they literally cannot change. Mm -hmm. But um, something, something to consider. Yeah. Number 12 cliche again but this entire episode is cliche i feel like (laughs) it's to enjoy the little things yeah i mean guys i mean i feel like this year you kind of had to you know you're home it's like you had to enjoy the little things that you thought that you would not you know like and Mm -hmm. it could just be like a simple text message you know um a clean house maybe you did a little chore or something just that mm-hmm. it also comes it's also like goes hand in hand with just being grateful too, like being grateful that you're able to do these little things or just like you know enjoying them and yeah, yeah. the quiet moments a full fridge mm-hmm. there's so many things to just be grateful for mm-hmm. and sometimes we always are thinking when we look back about all the big monumentous things that happened in our life like we said there was really nothing that was going on in our lives so in order for us to reflect and enjoy the year that we've had we had to kind of look at the little moments yeah and we so i just want to talk about so this um movie that we just recently watched called soul on it's like a pixar movie I'm sure some of you guys may have heard of it or seen it because some people were like talking about it. Um, It's this new movie on Disney Plus and it's just like about this man who thinks that his purpose in life is just to become this huge jazz player or whatever and he ends up like dying. I don't want to give too much but the basis of the um, movie is just to put life into perspective, right? Um, You think that it's supposed to go one way when sometimes it's not supposed to be it doesn't go that way and you're supposed to kind of like 
it just kind of like goes to show like you just have to appreciate the little things in life because if not then you're just kind of like what are you living for you know period yeah number 13 this is something that i really felt was necessary to include here and something that sophia and i are very big on and it's just that diversity equity and inclusion do not belong in a corner a lot of you guys are in the u.s and race and equality have been huge topics of conversation here in the u.s this year and rightly so Um, racism is and will always be something that needs to be addressed and remedied every day Mm -hmm. so as individuals it's our duty to understand our biases note your privilege learn to be anti-racist and practice allyship and you guys will notice that i used equity over equality um here because um my office has been really good about dei this year and one thing that we've talked about is this idea of equity versus equality so although both promote fairness Um, I think it's important to note that equality achieves this through treating everyone the same regardless of need and equity is achieving fairness through treating people differently depending on need. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a good example of this is this orchard example um, that my boss used and it's basically where you have two people who are trying to get an apple from a tree you you give both of them ladders, but one person is significantly taller than the other. So the taller mm-hmm. person on the ladder can reach the apple, but the other person who's shorter on the ladder cannot reach the apple still because they're short. Yeah. So equality is giving them both ladders, but equity is giving the shorter person a taller ladder. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So that's just something I want to talk about. This is a really huge topic that I think we'll definitely divulge in another episode but I think it's important to remember this and it's our duty as a human to keep up with our morals and to make sure that we are responsible and respectful of everyone around us Mm -hmm. so yeah yes number 14 create boundaries Um, I love this one because I feel like sometimes me and Paula are pretty much the same in this aspect. Like we just kind of don't know when to chill sometimes. (laughs) Um, you know, we love to say to give love to others, but don't exhaust yourself. You know, always be kind and understanding, but don't always allow others to push you around. Be patient, but don't settle for less. You know, be confident in yourself, but don't develop arrogance. And it's just like things like this where you're... Also, just trying to find a balance as well, but mm-hmm. create boundaries within yourself. As and I always believe that creating boundaries for yourself is not to create boundaries within other people. It's more of just like you create a boundary for yourself in order to respect yourself and your needs. Yeah. So you know, saying no to other people um, is not the end of the world, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Number fifteen: health is wealth. Mental, physical, and emotional health is so important so take care of your body your mind and your feelings Mm -hmm. um i think this was just a no-brainer coronavirus was here Mm -hmm. it is a pan we're in a pandemic people so stay safe out there (laughs) it's not over until it's over so prioritize your health because at this point you know, that's all we could really ask for. This is something that we don't have a vaccine for. Um, this is something that people are literally dying every day for. 
Um, So take care of yourself. Make sure that you are doing what you need to do to stay safe, stay healthy, and to stay strong. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one is take action. You know, I believe that if you are unhappy, if there is something that you wish you could change, do something about it. You know, Mm -hmm. even if it's something small, if it's something that like any, any step, like even if it's a baby step or if it's a large step, at least you're taking action towards what you want or like who you want to be or what you want to achieve. You know, put that work in. You, there's a lot of people who are all talk saying, I want to be this, I want to do this. But okay, what are you doing to contribute to that dream or that goal? Yeah, you have to put in the work and you have to work hard because no one else is going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. A great example of this was I was so unhappy living in New York City. So you know what I did? I just, I moved out. And now we're, I didn't really even ask my boss for permission. I just, I kind of did it. And, you know, thankfully we've worked remotely for the past year. So they didn't really have any major objections to it once I told them after I signed my lease. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you got to take matters into your own hands because no one is going to spoon feed it for you. And if you if someone is, good for you, but that's not reality. Okay, number 17, an old dog can learn new tricks. New is good and it can honestly be enlightening. I have learned so many things this past year. I think it was just the moment where everyone did something and maybe uh, TikTok yeah. was TikTok <laughs> great for that. Whipped Be- coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I learned how to bake. Sophia and I started a podcast. I learned how to wakeboard, etc. It's not too late to pick up something new. And I think having side hustles and passion projects and hobbies is so good for you. Mm-hmm. You can't expect to keep just doing one thing. And you should always be cultivating and learning new things and growing as an individual. Because having yeah. a growth mindset is so important for a fulfilling and just bountiful life, I think. Yeah, find new hobbies, keep yourself educated. You know, everyone says knowledge is power, and I think I believe that's true. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Number 18, we've mentioned this a little bit ago, but there's always silver linings. Uh, the best example that I can give for this is that COVID happened and I got to work from home. I didn't have to pay $400 a month to commute, and I got to wear sweatpants all day. Yeah. My silver lining for this pandemic is that it's able it was able um to make me work more towards like my actual like hobby like the, my interest because I feel like when I was in school I wasn't really fully um you know locked into working with like my social media and focusing on my YouTube and like you know working on my business until this year when I had no choice but to be at home and it really made me, you know, tap into my creative abilities and work a lot more towards my goals Um, because what I do, like what my passion was, it it was just working from home and this pandemic literally made me work from home and now I'm, I'm in a position where I'm able to, you know, move out with my sister and be, you know, financially stable in that aspect. So that is definitely a blessing. Yeah, you blew up and quarantine (laughs) yeah i don't think i honestly don't think you would be able to continue social media in the same capacity that you are now and move out if you didn't blow up this year in quarantine (laughs) because i feel like you really would have had to find a real job yeah yeah um number 19 change is inevitable 
-hmm. Learn to adapt. Don't shy away from it and don't fear it. There's the saying, another cliche, because this episode is just full of it. Um, (laughs) But it's take the bull by the horns and, you know, even welcome it with open arms. Yeah. Like, I always believe that, you know, the only consistent thing in life is change. Like, that's literally, like, life is constantly changing. So Mm -hmm. be prepared for it. Um, Always have that mentality that you can adjust to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, clearly we all had to adjust to this pandemic and it was a huge adjustment for yeah. me, for my sister, obviously living in the same room. Adjustment. <laughs> but look where we are. Yeah. You know, we're happy, healthy. We are going through another year. We're about to hit 2021. It could be worse, but we've we've survived it, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. We're going through it. We are managing. And although change can be uncomfortable at times, it is for the best. Yeah. Make, help Make it be empowering. You know, change can be something good, you mm-hmm. know. And last but not least, number 20, pessimism leads to weakness and optimism leads to power. Mm-hmm. 2020 is literally in the past now. Um, so put your energy towards the future. Your mindset will set the course for how your year will be. So instead of dwelling on all the bad things that happened in 2020 or all the things that you wish you could have done, change your mindset, flip it and think 2021, a new year, new, new possibilities, new opportunities, new things that I get to look forward to. So as we all were not prepared for 2020, at least we can say we survived and Mm -hmm. we have a better understanding of the things that we will be able to do in 2021. At least I hope. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah, I I think that it's super important to go into the new year with a positive mindset, like a positive outlook on life. You know, you'd never want to go into um, the new year with expecting it to be horrible. Like you're just kind of setting yourself up for failure at that point. And I think that just goes to show with just anything in life. It doesn't have to be going into the new year for you to be able to be like, oh, I should see things positively. You should be seeing things um, positively no matter what, like like how we mentioned in like uh, previous episodes where you know if something bad happens you know look for the good in that i think Mm -hmm. you should always look for the good in the bad because that is what's going to keep you floating above water you know it's like if you're constantly putting yourself down and you're constantly looking for negativity in yourself or in other people or in other situations like what do you what do you expect you're going to get you're going to get that negative you know energy energy and it's like you I always believe also that, you know, whatever you put into the universe, you get back. So if you're constantly like negative and, you know, you're not even looking for things that are going to positively impact you, like what are you what do you expect to get? Like that is what the universe is going to give back to you. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it at that. Pessimism leads to weakness and optimism leads to power. And that, my friends, is 20 lessons learned in 2020. Yay. I'm sure there are a lot of other things that we could have incorporated in there. But again, this is something that's kind of unique and specific to Pia and I. And we hope that this is a little eye-opening and makes you reflect and look back at your year. Because it's really important to do that. It's like that thing where it was like, well, why do we have to learn history when it's already happened in the past? But if you don't look back at the past, you're, you're bound right, to yeah. make those mistakes again. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind that It's a new year, new you, but it's also an opportunity to create new experiences and not fall back into old patterns. Yes, exactly. 
So moving on, and to end this episode, let's go to our thought of the day. Hi, I'm Anna, and I just had a question. This is actually for Paula. So Paula, I've been noticing that you've been making a lot of cocktails, like for the holiday season. My question is, what is your favorite cocktail that you've made thus far? Thank you. Thank you, Anna. Um, (laughs) That's my friend Anna, by the way, but we want to take this light and short question because it's a fun one um if you guys follow us on our instagram at second thoughts pod you guys will know that i've been posting some cocktail recipes because that's kind of my thing now Mm -hmm. my mom doesn't allow me to cook because i'll probably burn something and i can't bake so i don't do that but what i can do is make a mean cocktail and i think out of all the ones that i've made in quarantine my favorite has to be the one that i've made most recently and it's the spicy sweet grinch cocktail from half-baked harvest yeah a lot of people actually dm'd me asking for the recipe for that really did you share it that's why i asked you last night for it okay yeah it's a touch of sweet and a little bit of spicy and i'm someone who loves something that's not too sweet and this was a really great drink i made it for our friends giving dinner um and it's basically just a refreshing drink with grapefruit jalapenos some tito's there and lime juice and i thought it was great no it was good i've never had like a spicy drink until that and it was actually like good yeah well i I would hope so I hope you didn't lie to me yesterday. No, I didn't. Yeah, but that was probably my favorite drink. And then there was another like jingle juice thing that my friend Katie introduced me to. And it's basically a Shirley Temple, but spiked. So (laughs) always a good time. But follow us on Second Thoughts Pod if you'd like the recipes because I do share it on there. And you can always DM me and I can share it with you guys directly. Yeah. Um, But yeah, highly recommend. Highly recommend. How about you? What was your favorite drink that I've made? I think it was the one that that cranberry one or yeah, the yeah, jingle juice. Yeah, the jingle juice. That one was really good. I really like that one. Yeah, it was my good. least favorite one was that cinnamon one. <laughs> made my stomach hurt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I made a apple cider mojito. Yeah, I don't think anything mojitos are great on its own or like with fruit, but once we added the cinnamon, I think it was just yeah, too much. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our last episode of 2020. The next one you guys are going to hear is in 2021, and it's going to be about our resolutions. (laughs) So another thing to look forward to. So if you guys have any other questions, something that you guys want to ask us, like we said, we are going to talk about resolutions next year, next episode. So if there's... Well, yeah, next year. (laughs) Yeah. So if there's something that you guys want to ask specifically about that, make sure to call in and leave us a voicemail at 609-264-3006. And I know we have a lot of international listeners here. So if you guys have a question, feel free to DM us um, Mm -hmm. or send us a video on Instagram. And we can play that audio. Yeah, we can play the audio um, if you send a video or if you send like a recording or something, that that would be great. So Yeah, we want to hear from you guys and all questions are free game. Ask yeah. us whatever you We'd want. We'd love to hear you guys no matter what. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we will see you guys next year. Bye. Bye. <laughs>